got any other cute little buggers like this? In? I like to stick them all in a roll on my control console. I can't tell if you're joking or not. He's being fully serious. In that case, I can show you. <laughs> But first, you're going to tell me what this orb is and why everybody cares so goddamn much about it. And then you're going to tell me who out there might want to buy it. Sir, the high-end community is... Oh, the high-end community is... It's a tight-knit... The high-end community is a very tight-knit... I cannot possibly betray the confidentiality of my buyers. <laughs> Now, who again is this buyer of yours? Welcome back to uh, Gundam at MAHQ. This is uh, one of your hosts, Neo. And uh, joining me always here is going to be uh, Soulbro and the newly reuni reunited Chris. Guys, say hello. Good evening. Yo. And uh, this is episode 154 of Gundam at MAHQ. And this episode, we're only going to be doing one uh, quick topic tonight. Uh, we're getting towards the end of the year, so things are getting busy. Holidays are coming up, so you, you know how it is. There's... There's 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 turkey to be eaten, drinks to be drinking, and presents to be given and and, and taken. So uh, we're we coming up up to the uh, actually coming up to our holiday break in a few more episodes there. So uh, savor it as you can, there, guys. Uh, guys, anything before we go into some news? No, I'm excited, man. I, I can't wait to hear what's happening. Chris, any, any anything? <laughs> Wonderful. News. Wonderful. There you go. And this is this is Will McAvoy free news. Yes, because I'm walking over to the Larry, the Lord Larry King Memorial News Studio. You are the king. You are the king. Ready to do some news, listener submitted news articles, and uh, always you can uh, submit your articles in the news listener submitted news articles thread in the Gundam section of the Mecha Talk forum. And the first one here comes from Oh my God! This is the way we like to start off the news with an evil Australian, and it's <laughs> the most evil of all, Mall. Vet Noir. Of you course. know him and love him. Yes, of course. He's the most evil of all the Australians. <laughs> He's even more evil than the ACDC drummer that tried to get somebody off. <laughs> you want to know about that? Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. So, you know how on Facebook, sometimes when there's a story, you'll see like a related thing underneath that? Yeah. I saw a tweet. Someone took a screen cap of this. There's you know, the story about the ACDC drummer tries to <laughs> hire killer. Underneath yeah. that, a link to the video <laughs> Dirty Teats Done Dirt Cheap Yo son yeah. <laughs> like, yes. That's exactly that's, correct so, Somebody so, Somebody Somebody I work with Did the same thing He, he, he just started singing it To me And I'm like What are you talking about He's like You didn't hear about the AC drummer Trying to get someone some Dirty no. Teats Done Dirt Cheap No and, 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 and look at this The Australians, mm -hmm. they're a tricky bunch, they are. Wow. He tried to get this person off in New Zealand. <laughs> yes. 
you wanted to get a kiwi to do it? Is that what? I, no, no, it was it was happening in New Zealand. I don't, I don't know what's going on. He was probably trying to for, frame some poor, innocent New Zealander. What if it was a kiwi wearing a hobbit costume? That would be oh, beautiful. From the Gollum International Airport. Maybe he was trying to kill... Um, trying to shank him in the Shire? Is that what you said? No. Uh, what, what's this? Uh, Peter Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, he's tired Woo. of his 19-hour-long movies. Wow. <laughs> Damn. I... I so. I am. I. I don't know what to say. I, I think that's crazy news. But, but uh, now they, they they took the charges away or something. Yeah, who knows? What conspiracy to commit murder? And you can you can slide out of that. That's that's nuts. Australia. Yeah, man. You know what? It is. It is a Australia. It is a country full Lawless. of criminals. Yeah, I mean this 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 is a place where all they look for. I'm sorry, is criminal descendants. Gasoline. <laughs> gasoline, and they have mohawks and they wear tires. So this this is. I mean, my God. That's what's up. But anyways. The, the, this is from the evil Australian Vent Noir, and he mm-hmm. has a link to the Anime News Network mm-hmm. and the Gundam UC0096 Rising Sun manga has been revealed. Ooh. Oh, nice. And it's going to be uh, starting in the January 2015 issue of Katakawan's monthly Gundam Ace magazine. And it's um, a sequel to the Mobile Suit Gundam UC0094 Across the Sky manga, which ended last month. And there's going to be new characters in Mecha that's going to appear in the sequel. New, new Mecha? Ooh. New Mecha? How dare you? That's, oh, my God. That's more work for Chris? <laughs> yeah. And it always Always. So, Some... So some some new Gundam manga that none of us will be able to enjoy. So there you go. Thanks. Awesome. <laughs> thank you and thank you, Mister Ventnoir. Corner and, and read Origin. <laughs> Pretty much. And and my old copies of Ecole du Ciel. My 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 pages of Origin are sticking together now for my tears of wanting <laughs> other wanting other Gundam manga that I just can't get. So. Um, Thank you, Mr. Van Noir, for your submission. Ooh, the next one here comes from... I haven't seen this poster before. He's the Shade. He almost sounds like a like one of those old-timey uh, superheroes. You know, kind of like the Phantom. Oh, the Shadow? Like, or the Shadow. The, yeah, the Shadow. Or, the Shadow knows. What evil lurks in the hearts of men? The Shadow knows. <laughs> <laughs> it almost sounds like the Shade should be like the 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 robin the to poor, the shadow yeah the, the, the shade is like the poor man's shadow <laughs> he, the shade just does a little bit where the shadow is all encompassing <laughs> the shadow surrounds the city the shade only gets a block or two so. the, shade, the shade is there next to the palm trees <laughs> So, uh, yes, so new poster, The Shade here. Ooh, this is some good stuff. And he's got another link to the Anime News Network. And it says that uh, North American anime distributor Section 23 Films has announced that there's a February... Oh, what the hell am I doing here? Oh, Oh, there's a 16-episode new Pat Labor, the Mobile Police, the New Files OVA. It's going to be shipping in Blu-ray and DVD in uh, Japanese with English subtitles on February 17th, 2015. So, uh, yeah, there you go. That's pretty it's, cool. I guess Made in Japan licensed the original Pat Labor series last year and released it on Blu-ray. Um, and, they did indeed. Yep, they did. So uh, they're going to have the new OVA files uh, coming out. 
uh, next February. So I can't, I can't wait to see him. That's freaking awesome. That's definitely some awesome stuff. So thank you, Mister The Shade. The Shade protects us all. <laughs> next week's episode, The Shade. The Shade meets the fan. Who wins? <laughs> and pulling the hearts of the people of the city. <laughs> <laughs> the Shade meets High Noon. Yeah, wouldn't the Shade's um, uh, arch nemesis would be High Noon? There you I go. Probably would. Yeah, it definitely would be. Would be. <laughs> so it's, when he, it's the time where he's the weakest. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, he's the reverse bird man. He doesn't like the sun. <laughs> But uh, thank you, Mr. The Shade, for your submission. Ooh, the next one here comes from Poster MCT Dread. Ooh. And this is also coming from the Anime News Network. And Toshio Okada, uh, Okada rips apart Gundam Reconquista. Ooh. Uh, yes, he's the former Studio Gynex president involved in such things as Gunbuster and Otaku No Video. Is, uh, and he's, he's now a noteworthy anime scholar. Okay. That's his job. And, <laughs> Hey, was this? This wasn't the guy who uh, who left during the Gurren Lagann days because he said that that internet fans were like a butt. Was was this? Is this that guy? That's I question. don't know. It, does, it doesn't like really. A butt? Because it was a guy from Gynax who a co-founder yeah. who left for saying that. I'm wondering if this is him. I don't know. It doesn't say that this guy. It doesn't go too much about this guy's background. It doesn't say he was a. Just as he's a former president, it doesn't say if he was a founder or anything. But um, yeah, I believe he got, was a founder. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, he's been going. He's talking about how Gundam Reconquista is really bad, and and uh, you know, to me, you know, he doesn't engage with the anime fans, and um, you know, it's just a just a lot of stuff, and you know, it, it, it's it's so funny that this guy is just coming out and lashing out like this, especially when there's you know, what probably at this time two three episodes at that point. So um, it looks to see it looks to be that that whole lashing on G Reco is in vogue, man. People have been going in. I thought. Well, can, it, mm-hmm. can you really? Can you really go? Can oh. you really? The thing of a guy that earned the nickname Otakuin for his deep roots in the Japanese science fiction and anime fan circles, and even lecturing otaku culture at the University of Tokyo. You, you're really going to take a guy like this on? Uh, I mean, come on. Hey, it's, sounds hey, like a loop. <laughs> Well, I mean, he, he's, he's earned his, his, uh, what's it, his tenure at that only because of his, uh, his studio no, connections, not, but. No, listen, uh, listen to this. Uh-huh. It sounds just like every other butthurt fan on, on the interwebs. <laughs> coming from him. I watch a fair amount of anime and I can't figure out what's going on. Ordinary people watch this and they don't know what's happening, but Tamino thinks this is, has to be like this. Tamino okay. hasn't changed at all. Groans. Wow. Tamino, ugh. Dialogue doesn't work. Lecturing won't work. Nope, I'm, re- I'm not watching Gundam Reconquista. So you just search and replace this guy's name to Anonymous and it's just like everybody on 4chan at this point. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I, I got something to admit though about this. Um, when I uh, sat down and watched uh, uh, the three and three episodes of both uh, Try and Reconquista, man, I was mind blown at the blowback on just the first three episodes in G Reco. There were people in the chat as I was watching it that were saying, This show is garbage. I don't get what's going on. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, Okay, 
So let me get this straight. You've claimed to seen other Tomino series, right? You've claimed to see other ones. And so, bro, tell, so bro, tell, hold tell, on, hold on, hold on. Uh, oh, okay, going, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, down, go ahead. You're going down this uh-huh. route again. No, uh, applying rationality, to, uh, you know, rational thought to these people. Just, yeah. just stop, stop to, it, so To bro. get to my point, this we, has we, been. We know your point. No, no, wait. You, you don't know where I'm going with this. To get to my point, this has been going on since Tomino's early career. If we all remember, Mobile Suit Gundam failed. It nothing. It failed. No it got anime, canceled. No anime before uh-huh. 2000 is any good, so. <laughs> Just, just, just stop. It, just stop. I it know where failed you're going. outright, and just yet it was appreciated after stop. its run. Stop. So you're, if falling, you... you're falling. Next. <laughs> Turn his mic off. Oh, you I'm, bastard. I'm, I'm doing the uh, Bill O'Reilly on Okay. This. I'm just. I'm going to stress going. that that Mobile Suit Gundam was not a hit, and look where we're at now. So you if got you. It. Yeah, okay. Done. I'm done. I'm done. Okay, go ahead. You know, I do I do want to say in reference to this guy, mm-hmm. a lot of discussion about it on uh, our Facebook group, uh, on MechaTalk, on Reddit, on other forums. Mm-hmm. Uh, people saying, who is this guy? Why do I care? He's insignificant. Blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I don't agree with his opinion, yeah. but that's what he thinks. And why, why does anyone care, you know, what he thinks that they have to say, oh, this guy's insignificant. He's just some loser. Who cares? It's like he doesn't agree with you. Who cares? Move yeah. on. Let the guy say what he wants to say. What the, yeah. I don't see what the like why everyone got so twisted up and angry yeah. about this guy saying he doesn't like G Reco. Yeah, if you don't I, like G Reco, that's fine. He doesn't have to like it. Yeah, I welcome to say about he doesn't it. like it. Mm-hmm. Just disagree and move on. <laughs> I'm sure it's not this only series he, fu- he, he he doesn't like. So if if anything, uh, he stated his reasons. The papers decide to pick up with it and uh, and run with it. So it, it's it's interesting to hear that from some a guy who's worked in the industry as long as he has. But um, you know, and a guy who was probably well, behind help behind the production of Evangelion. Oh, so always <laughs> always, always remember mm-hmm. there might be a little bit of professional jealousy in this too. Yes, sir. Because. He is a former Gynex president. <laughs> <laughs> and he's do- basically what he's been doing now is lecturing at universities about anime. So yeah. could be a little butthurtness going on because some person's not in the industry anymore. <laughs> so you just never know. So thank you, Mr. MCT Dread, for your submission. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Solbro, for doing your your uh, episodic rant about uh, applying oh. rational rational thought to it needs to be said i'm sorry <laughs> we have 153 <laughs> i'll fight a losing battle i don't care <laughs> you know, why, don't, why don't you make that a segment uh-huh. and call it it needs to be said it needs to be said <laughs> there, you go. there you go the birth of something new awesome that that could be like the new <laughs> like more cynical version of the hopers and <laughs> The gritty reboot for the Hopers and Dreamers corner. It needs to be said. Hey, you know what? That, that, I, I, I second that. I, I think that's a good idea. All right. All right. Well, well I'll, if anything, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it in the moment sees fit. It could be, it could be Gundam's version of uh, slaying the sacred cow. Oh, Pretty much. I'll even lend you the keys for the straight talk whenever you want to uh, say something that needs to be said. Well, thank you. you thank go. you very much. I'm, as long I'm as you honored. gas it up. I will. I'll bring it back in the same, posi- same condition. <laughs> Don't let so. John McCain on it. No, I'll elbow him right in his grill. <laughs> nice. But, so. All right. Back to some news. Mm-hmm. Oh, this poster's wow. You know, a new poster, and he posts it twice. It's the return of the shade. The shade strikes back. Oh, shit. Yes. 
And I, I gotta love this one. This one I almost didn't want to do because I saw what it, what anime it was about, but mm-hmm. I, I had to do this because wow, <laughs> this is hilarious. I love trolling. Um, yeah, this comes from the Anime News Network uh, director uh, Hideki Anno. Probably heard about him, right? Oh, oh, uh, this is the first I've heard of him. I'm just <laughs> yeah. Never he heard was, of him. Why is he important? He, what do I he, care? He was at a discussion at the uh, Tokyo Toha Cinemas event, and um, he was being asked about the release date of the uh, fourth Evangelion movie. <laughs> <laughs> and he said this, I'll get to it. I'll keep you waiting. But since Evangelion 1.0 came out in 2007, 2.0 in 2009, 3.0 in 2012, there's been two years, two to three years between the films. Would it be nice if it, the next one comes out in... Uh, uh, four, no, six years. <laughs> you know what? Sorry, after, sorry. after 3.0, uh, I, I don't care if he never does it. Ouch. Yeah, it, it, was, it was visually stunning, but uh, just, yeah. So uh, I think that's kind of funny. It's like, at this point now, Hideki is trolling the Ava. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is too funny. That is way too funny. So, um... But, uh, all right. So thank you, Mr. The Shade, for that. You can go back protecting the city or just protecting those on the street corner. So uh, the next one here comes from um, Yokozuna Bulldozer, and he's got some sad news. Uh-huh. And, uh, man, it's, uh, this is, I, I guess we get the final, uh, the final say of, um, of, uh, of, uh, what, of uh, the Fiona saga. I guess the voice actress that played Fiona in, in, uh, and Votomes is uh, she's dead. So, uh, oh man, her, her yeah. capsule has been shot into the stars. Absolutely, <laughs> yes, yeah, uh, yeah. She's uh, she died November one. She was sixty seven, and uh, yeah, it's kind of sad. She she was in other Sims as uh, she was in uh, Yo Yo Hakusho Ghost Files. Of course, she was Fiona in Armor Trooper Votome. Uh, wow, she was she was actually uh, the Ripley character in the Japanese version of a- Aliens. She oh. did that. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, hmm? man, yeah, it looks like her name was uh, Kazuko uh, Yanaga. Man, uh, I heard about this when it happened. Uh, I got hit with the information on Twitter, and it's like, yeah, that's 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 pretty sad, man. Um, if anything, may she rest in peace, man. And uh, um, I, I, I condolences to her family. That's it's always sad when when you see good voice actors leave you, man. Um, we, we've been hit with a, a drought. Uh, we've been hit with a lot of that this year. <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of great uh, say you uh, passed away. Death? Is that what you're? No, I was, about to say, I was about to say drought, but it's like, uh, wait a minute, that's the wrong word. <laughs> So thank but, you, but Mr. No. Fear, uh, Mr. Yokozuna Bulldozer, for your submission. Yeah. Oh, the next one here comes. Oh, ending ending the regular news just as we started with an evil Australian vent noir. Oh, nice. And uh, yeah, I guess in January you're going to be able to own every Jaeger from Pacific Rim. Yes, yes, you can. Uh, there's the the Neko excellent series of PR figures are going to be churning out every Jaeger uh, from the. Uh, Pacific Rim, and it looks like you can even get some of them uh, battle damaged because I see Gypsy Danger here all battle damaged. Wow. Level 2 Jaeger, 4 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Level, Level 5 Rim- Jaeger, 28 hours. <laughs> Power antenna wrong. <laughs> oh, I mean, you know the one that I want, the Marshal himself. Oh, yeah. Striker Pentagos. Got to have that man's 
I mean, oh, Stacker Pentecost, man, that guy, his yeah. his his solo pilot and Jaeger, man. Well, not not meant to be, but he freaking, I would love that suit, man. That'd be awesome. So yeah, so uh, yeah, that's that's definitely some cool stuff. They they, they look pretty cool. So uh, definitely check them out. So uh, thank you, Mister Vent Four, for your submission. Oh, so bro, it's time to hit it. Robo Apocalypse News. Woo! Is Neo so robophobic? And the first one here comes from Philly Gundam fan, and I've heard about this, and uh, I've actually right now I'm going to offer uh, a battlefield commission to someone out there in the Human Resistance League, um, and I, I never thought I would offer this to this person because I, I thought he would be quite against everything that we do in the Human Resistance League, but I'm offering this to Tesla's own Elon Musk. Because he's comparing <laughs> building artificial intelligence to summoning the demon. Yes, sir, Mr. Muskie. Those are the words we like to hear. Yeah, he was, uh, he was being interviewed. And I had seen this about, about a week or so ago is when he said this. And he says right here, quote, I think we should be very careful about artificial intelligence. If I had to guess at what our biggest existential threat is, it's probably that. So we need to be careful with artificial intelligence. I'm increasingly inclined to think that there should be some regular regulatory oversight yes maybe of the national and international level just to make sure we don't have something very do something very foolish with artificial intelligence we're summoning the demon you know these stories where the guy at the pentagram and the holy water and he's like yeah i'm sure i can control the demon does it work out no it doesn't yes we need to call john constantine and then and then, and then, and then the uh and then the question person goes so i'll take it that we know how going to mars and he said how 9000 would be easy but it's way more complex. I, I put Hal 9000 to shame. That's like a puppy dog. But he's right, though. Mm-hmm. Artificial intelligence is like summoning the demon. So, Mr. Musk, I offer you a battlefield rank of captain in the human resistance league. You're going to have to work up the chain a little bit because, um, you know, they're, they're, we're, we're a little top heavy with some, with some leaders there. But we definitely like where you're going. And, and I, I salute you. Who, so, uh, who, knew, who, who knew you and Elon Musk would have some common ground? That's insane. Sure, sure in hell isn't the way to power cars. I know that much. <laughs> I, you win I, some, I, you I, lose some. <laughs> hey, at least he doesn't make Priuses. There you go. No. Oh, the, the ninja, the ninja of the streets, the Prius. <laughs> My God. But uh, thank you, Mr. Philly Gundam, for that submission. And I encourage everybody to go to techcrunch.com or Philly Gundam fan links us on then and read this. And always, if you need any, uh, if any of you out there are, are questioning where you uh, where you fall in the war between the robots and the humans, you just got to ask yourself a few questions. Mm-hmm. Do I want my face ripped off? No. <laughs> do I? <laughs> Christ. Do I like being a free loving uh, human who gets to do whatever they want? Yes. So if you say uh, no and yes to those questions, then the human Res- resistance league might be there for you. Might do you enjoy breathing? <laughs> yeah. Do you enjoy breathing? Do you like the the ability of not having uh, robot tentacles ripping you apart like mm-hmm. that poor bastard on Megazone? Ooh. I mean, the, the, these are the things. I mean, uh, do, do you want to hang out with cool people like Lord Lord King and the Admiral and stuff mm-hmm. like that? And now Elon Musk. I mean, you get to meet Elon Musk. He's uh, he's part of the Human Resistance League. So, uh, but yeah, thank you for your submission. And uh, the next one here comes from a uh, poster. Uh, Flamex, and this 
is very disturbing because this is a way that the robots, this is what Mr. Musk is bringing out to us. There's now a way of they're, they're shopping robots now. They're, they're not even going to be sales associates. There's going to be personal shoppers and they're going to be a human-sized multilingual robot and it's going to be rolling down. Oh my God, this is happening in California. Where, oh, San Jose. Good. Ooh. It's up in Northern California. I was, I was worried. I was worried. <laughs> Because I, I thought maybe this this could be the this, this spawn of cats on Roombas and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. um, but yes, they're going to be uh, it's going to be Orchard Supply Hardware Store, and mm-hmm. the people are going to be able to go there and wheel around the store, and, and it's going to help you identify and track items. So, yeah, yeah. So this, when the, when is, when the robots take over, they're going to have chainsaws and and nail guns, huh? Yeah, great place, <laughs> a hardware store. <laughs> the robot revolution will start at Lowe's. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, it's an orchard supply hardware. Oh, orchard supply. Oh my God. I mean, yeah, exactly. This, this, this is just awful because <laughs> when they, when they finally uh, when they finally turn, they're gonna have access to chainsawed weed whackers. Um, you know, a variety um, Roundup. They'll they'll squirt us in the face with Roundup and then yeah, yeah. chop our legs off with uh, chainsaws. This they'll is be, awful. They'll be able to skewer you and renovate your kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. And, and 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 cook you on a grill. Hell yeah, man! <laughs> and cook you on a grill. So I insist know, on that. propane when they cook me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Terrible. So uh, thank you, thank you for your submission there, uh, Mr. Flame X. And we got some quick Human Resistance League news, and th- this is good resi- Human Resistance League news Woo. here. Up a Cylon into the CIC, and and this makes some sense. And uh, this is from poster uh, Vent Noir. Mm, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. It's talking about an idea of guaranteed basic income, uh, or a condition, unconditional or universal basic income, is starting to gain traction in many worlds because of there's a upcoming. You know, people are proposing an upcoming epidemic of technological unemployment, like we just saw about, or we just heard about this uh, robot at this orchard supply store. It's going to take the job of some. You know, some person, some pimply faced kid that would work there and be like, oh, the, the roofing nails are over there, sir. <laughs> but um, yes, yeah, so this this idea of unconditional universal basic income is gaining traction in both the developed and developing nation. And uh, it's it's a it says here everyone in the basic idea is this: everyone in society receives a single basic income to provide a comfortable living wherever they choose to work or not. So what they're thinking is this could be a way of keeping the robots down because they're saying it's essential comprehensive. It's a strategy of reducing poverty, but it's also a way of, um, you know, taking care of uh, uh, the technological unemployment that's coming and keeping the robots at bay. So I'm going to have to do some research on this because I don't know if economic theory is always the best thing to do to go against a a scourge like the robot overlords. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to I'm going to get with the the triumvirate of the human (laughs) resistance league and and, and we will find this out. So um, thank you, Mr. Vent Noir for your submission. Oh, the next one here comes from... Uh, oh, not even that. We're going to end. We haven't had it on the last episode, but we got some survey news. Ooh. Survey news alert, yes. Let's go. Hit it, soul, bro. Let's do it. Michael Bay. Michael Bay. Oh, my God, that's bullshit. What the... F- and it comes from, gosh, our, our survey news beat reporter, EA Net Dude. He always has, <laughs> he always has the survey news. And this is coming from uh, Collider. And I guess uh, Michael Bay is in talks to direct the Benghazi movie, 13 Hours. Ooh. Well, I mean, if you're going to have a thing where something goes up in smoke, who else would you rather have? I mean, whatever you can think of. <laughs> 
w- whatever your persuasions are on this whole Benghazi thing, all we know is the final act is going to be amazing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this, is like, a lot going on. this is the last movie I would like this man to make. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 yeah. Hey, keep in oh. mind, Michael Bay, Sir Bay, Lord Bay did not do Black Hawk Down. So, yeah, you know, there, there you go. He's been looking for his Black Hawk Down for quite some time. Yeah. And, and from the looks of it, this is probably going to work in that direction. He did do a good job on Pain and Gain. So I know he can do a, a slightly subterm, sub, uh, a more subtle movie, but... Um, with an election I, year coming up, uh, and knowing that this is going to come up a million times, I guess they're trying to market. <laughs> you know what I would Benghazi? rather see Lord Bay do? What's that? Okay, fo- follow me here because oh. this is going to be like very like esoteric and philosophical. Mm-hmm. Obamacare the movie. <laughs> and I want to see how he takes that and works in action sequences with the requisite amount of explosions. Nice. That would be some true artistry right there. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be wild. <laughs> I, I bet you if that happens, Obamacare enrollments skyrocket. Mm-hmm. But shoot, Obama should have just should have just tapped Survey and said, hey, you need to do this for me. National security. Commission him. But, uh, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I guess this is based on a book called 13 Hours, the inside account of what really happened in Benghazi by Mitchell's mm-hmm. with the annex security team. So I, I don't know. But he's just in talk, so who knows? You never know. It could be this or it could be Transformers. It, it could very well be that Paramount unloads two trucks of cash in front of his house. And they're like, hey, uh, are you really sure you don't want to do Transformers 5? You really, really, really sure? <laughs> exactly. So, so, Chris, you're saying this could be an old negotiation tactic on Surbase? Surbase's <laughs> uh, part here of being like, or uh, maybe his agent being like, oh, yeah, we're going to release that Surbase is going to be doing this movie 13 hours. And Paramount's like, what, what, what? Well, he- he originally did insist that he wanted to do painting game before Transformers Three, and then ended up doing it after. So, yeah. you are, are you saying he's maybe motivated sometimes by the money? Is as I'm not saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> but if I were saying something, it would be a statement. <laughs> that is true. So, matter of fact, maybe, maybe, maybe they'll give up a guarantee. I'd be like, Survey, you will finally get your wish in every movie that you wanted to do. You can blow up the planet because we, <laughs> you, you came close in Armageddon, but luckily. Ben Affleck and Bruce Willis were there to thwart the planet at the Which end. Which really is why there should be a Transformers movie with Unicron, because then he could actually blow up a planet. There you go, finally. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what he was born to do. <laughs> what he's waited his whole life for. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he blows up the planet, and then the next thing you know, he, at the premiere, he, he, he releases, uh, i just like to know, like to let everybody know that I'm retiring <laughs> from directing. <laughs> I've achieved everything. <laughs> That I set out to do when I was a young director. <laughs> One Goal of these made. days, I I was inspired. I saw that I saw that somehow George Lucas was able to blow up a planet like in his first or second movie. <laughs> I can't remember where Star Wars falls in, in his first or second movie, but he's like, I've always wanted to do that. Nobody would let me do it. Now I was able to do it, <laughs> and I was able to blow it up with another planet. <laughs> Well, a real planet with an artificial one. <laughs> there you go. Oh. So, 
So thank you, Mr. E.A. Netu, for your submission. Thank you, everyone, for your submissions. And ever, if you have any uh, news articles, you can always go to the NEOS listener submitted news articles thread in the Gundam section of the Mecha Talk forum. And uh, before we go to our first and only topic tonight, uh, uh, Chris, uh, we have some old-timey, I would imagine, now, since it's oh, we've, back up we've and going. we've had a bunch of old-timey. The floodgates have opened. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> the old times are returning. Is there go. anything there from the shade? <laughs> so far, no. <laughs> the shade needs to post something in the old time. <laughs> Our first submission comes from Yahtzee88, who is going old school Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. The Justice Friends, three of Earth's mightiest heroes, joining forces under one roof to face the challenge of everyday life. Starring Major Glory, Val Holland, and the infragable Crunk in The Justice <laughs> Friends. <laughs> Yo, from Dexter? Awesome. Yes. <laughs> Next up is Yokozuna Bulldozer. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yo, 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 this is X to the Z, and I am here to pimp your gunpla. <laughs> Along with my Bandai Factory homeboys and the one and only amazing Majin Kawaguchi-san and the most maximal dope gunpla painter, <laughs> Max Watanabe-san, you will make your limp and sad excuse for a gunpla fast and furious like Vin Diesel's head. Oh. <laughs> we do it all from the LED lights to Mazora paints, and if you happen to be the 100th customer of the day, we will slap on some Gundam heroin airbrush art on your gunpla. Make reservations now and you can get a chance to win an SH figure arts of Yoshiyuki Tamino-san. Call 1-800-PIMP-PLA now. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh. oh, nice concept. Nice concept. Yo, dog, I heard you like gunpla. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and next up is MCT Dread who says gonna go retro here oh The city was once a happy, peaceful place, until one day, a powerful secret criminal organization took over. This vicious syndicate soon had control of the government and even the police force. The city has become a center of violence and crime where no one is safe. Amid this turmoil, a group of determined young police officers has sworn to clean up the city. (laughs) Among them are Adam Hunter, Axel Stone, and Blaze Fielding. (laughs) They are willing to risk anything. Even their lives on the streets of rage. Get out of here. <laughs> Funny. That's amazing. Yo, that, that, a shout out to MCT Dread for that. That's that's I love that game. It's so awesome. Yeah, and if anyone wants to stay with the retro beat 'em up theme, mm-hmm. uh, toss me some final fight. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, open invitation. Hell yes. He also has a second one. Rufus, Brint, and Mikus were like brothers to me. And when I say brother, I don't mean like an actual brother, but I mean it like the way black people use it to mean, which is more meaningful, I think. Zoolander. <laughs> <laughs> we should make it a sequel to, which I can't believe. But yes, that's, that's Zoolander all day. That's awesome. And next is Vent Noir. In the worlds before Monkey, primal chaos reigned. Heaven sought order, but the phoenix can fly only when its feathers are grown. The four worlds formed again and yet again, as endless aeons wheeled and passed. 
time and the pure essences of heaven, the moisture of the earth, the powers of the sun and the moon, all worked upon a certain rock, old as creation, and it became magically fertile. That first egg was named Thought. <laughs> Tathagata Buddha, the father Buddha, said, With our thoughts we make the world. Elemental forces caused the egg to hatch. From it then came a stone monkey. The nature of monkey was irrepressible. Wait, what is... I- <laughs> is this from is this actually from buddhist I, I have no idea um i don't know there's a youtube link at the bottom that says to the original so oh. i guess you can click that well damn <laughs> well damn I, I i wish i i wish he cited what it was from oh well i guess that link would show it but i can't click on it and next is mct dread so here's a classic can you fly this plane and land it surely you can't be serious <laughs> I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. Oh, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) That is a classic. Yo, Leslie. (laughs) And finally, we have a dual submission from Fear Junkie. Mm -hmm. The first one. Fear is freedom. Subjugation is liberation. Contradiction is truth. These are the truths of this world. Surrender to these truths, you pigs in human clothing. I gotta see that. that that's uh, that's some some good old kill a kill right there. Oh, that's, yeah, that's right. Oh my god, god dang, it's been a while since I've seen it. Yo, that's you know, kill the kill all day. I will, I'll, I'll make sure to. I see he has some instructions here. <laughs> well, the instructions are for number two. Oh, okay, no problem. Mm. Gotta read, soul bro. I do. I says. do indeed. Not just just assume stuff. My bad. My bad. <laughs> so here's your cue. Welcome to the Velvet Room. This place exists between dream and reality, mind and matter. My name is Igor. I am delighted to make your acquaintance. Man, that is uh, straight out of Persona. <laughs> well, well quoted, Fear Junkie. Thank you for that. Uh, I've, I've become more acquainted with this series as it goes along. So I will, I will, I will uh, heed your request. And that's it. So, as always, you can leave your requests in the old-timey thread in the Mecha Talk subform for Gundam. Back to you, Neil. Alright, thank you, Chris and uh, Soulbro. Anything before we go to our first and only topic of the night? No, I'm psyched. Gundam song. I'm, I'm psyched to talk about some Gundam song. Let's do it. Alright, well, uh, we'll be back in a little bit. You're listening to Gundam at MHQ. I totally dig being on my own. Plus, I can eat all the pizza I want. Didn't I tell you for years to go easy on the pizza? And don't tell me that's all you're eating every day. God, you're pathetic, you know that? Please don't talk to me like you're my mom. You're not the maternal. That's enough. Look, you better explain this. I don't give a goddamn about your personal life. Start talking. In a world where vivid flashbacks can strike without warning. In a world where a submissive adolescent must pilot a giant humanoid robot to save humanity. In the same world where a two-legged quadruped can run leisurely at the speed of sound with the aid of jewelry.
Only one podcast can discuss this with their sanity intact. And this is not that podcast. www.ssapodcast.com The Ass Backwards Anime Podcast Oh wait, I was supposed to use that voice in the beginning. Uh, let's go again. The Anime Addicts Anonymous Podcast presents... Story Time with Cram. And yes, we are now presently in Cram's house. That's right. So We are in the, uh, the murder room. Actually. Yes, yeah. this oh, yeah. is the murder room. Oh, it's, would you like to tell? You have to tell the story now. Uh, I've told it on the podcast before, but I guess it was back in 2006, December of 2006. Uh, someone was murdered in this house. The people that were living here, um, the son was taking care of his mother, and she was very ill, as I understand it. And I guess he wanted to put her out of her misery, so he took a pillow and uh, asphyxiated her. Right here. Right here. Right where we're same doing to this. Tommy? Right here. Yeah, same to Tommy. Well, no, they changed the to Tommy. Oh, they changed the to so Tommy. We oh, are, so you mean to tell me that we're actually broadcasting right now in the exact maybe square meter where a person was smothered to death? Yeah. Wow. We're also underneath my bedroom uh, where a man died of an illness. <laughs> wow. The father. For more Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast, visit www.aaapodcast.com or iTunes. Just gotta keep on trucking, yes sir! I'm gonna go outside and make myself a nice, big, shiny, first place medal, sit in the sun, and have a stupendous friggin' day! Gum damn it! Well, alright, you're messy. Would you make me a medal too? Dam at MHQ. This is Chris, and for our main topic tonight, a extended segment, if you will. <laughs> so extended that it will be shorter than either the opening or the closing. Oh man. That's how extended it is. That's crazy. Okay. I know. So long. It? So long. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we're gonna be talking about Mobile Suit Gundam San. Ooh, yes. And this is a series of shorts that aired over the summer earlier this year and came to an end right before Reconquista and Build Fighters Try started, mm-hmm. sort of laying the path for them. And this is based on um, a series of uh, four-coma manga, you know, just gag manga adapted to the screen in little two-and-a-half-minute installments. Hmm. So it, of course, focuses on the original Gundam series and features the main cast, although voiced by entirely new characters, except for the return of Toru Furuya as the narrator, and you can't miss him. No, you can't. It's instantly recognizable. <laughs> so he opens his mouth. <laughs> so this being so short, we're going to pick out some of our favorite segments, so... They all just sort of run together, and mm-hmm. really not much to 
differentiate them and say, oh, this one episode was so great versus this other. So one of my favorites is the uh, all of the shorts involving uh, the red comet Hiyoko, <laughs> which is uh, the red chick wearing Char's mask mm-hmm. and helmet, and it's uh, frequent attempts to kill him. God damn. Yeah, what is up with that? Poisoning his coffee. <laughs> it looks like his rivalry with, with, with Amaro has moved over to that bird. <laughs> yes, because yeah. he keeps trying to kill that bird. <laughs> he fails. It's so bad. It's like it's like it's like the Roadrunner and Wally Coyote in that situation, except yeah, it is kind of like that. Yeah, except the situation is reversed because uh, <laughs> the, it's the Roadrunner that's building all the traps. <laughs> And, but then there's the the added point that in the uh, one of the last ones featuring them that uh, Lala walks in after doing some shopping mm-hmm. and uh, kicks the crap out of Char. Ooh, very 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 violently. God dang boy, she'd be beating him too. <laughs> she'd kick him in the nuts and then take him down like it's an MMA fight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, God. I also uh, got a good laugh out of the. Uh, the short with Haro Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just this image of Haro having a human man inside of him talking <laughs> on a cell phone and sounding like some weird... Well, he has a, he has a son in fourth grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has a son in fourth grade and he's doing this job and Sela is so um, struck by his plight of having a hard job <laughs> bouncing around. And that bride is in on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're, they're sitting there talking mm-hmm. about him and Bright are talking about having. He's talking to kid about having uh, kids. Mm-hmm. He's talking about that, <laughs> and they're just sitting in the mobile suit base smoking, and it's just like, oh my god, this is just too funny. I actually that was probably one of my favorite parts is the Haro Man, and and I actually wanted more. <laughs> I want a series of Haro Man and his struggles because he's just like some poor Japanese salary man that's uh, it's just, <laughs> best to bounce you know, around. Yeah, he's calling on his cell phone. I'll do this. I'm at work right now. I'll do it after work. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even a good cell phone. It's just the a, flip it's phone. a shitty yeah. feature phone. It looks yeah. like a burner. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, man, can't you afford something better than that? The best part about that guy is what he's talking about his ex-wife. I'm, ge- I'm assuming it's his ex-wife. He's separated from her, and he's uh, he he gets in a conversation with his son, and um, he says to her that he says to him that uh, that that his mom stepped out, so he's at home alone by himself. <laughs> and you see, horror man freaking out. Is like she left you unattended. <laughs> I'm going to have some words to say when I get there. So it's, it's pretty awesome. Another uh, equally weird but interesting one that I, I enjoyed greatly was um, Amaro imagining the conversation between Gun Cannon and Gundam, Ooh. where Gun Cannon is like some weird Japanese schoolgirl and Gundam is like some grizzled old Yakuza sounding guy. Nice! <laughs> That's actually one of my favorite ups. <laughs> Yeah, so, so bro, what are some of your favorites? Any others to mention aside from what I have? Yeah, that episode was called The Mobile Suit's Feelings, and uh, I, I died when I heard uh, Gun Cannon San's voice. <laughs> Where's Gun Tank, though? Why didn't they have Gun Tank? There? I don't know. I was Gun Tank sucks. I wanted to hear Gun oh. Tank speak. I wanted Gun Tank's voice to sound like a baby. That's what I want. <laughs> like, a, like, a, like a big rolling baby of death? Yeah, like a 
dialogue? Like it'd just be like un, un, unintelligible dialogue. I wanted that so bad, but Gun Cannon would be a badass in fights. But um, I, we didn't get Gun Cannon, uh, Gun Tank. I mean, but uh, at least uh, Gun Cannon and uh, the the RX seventy eight made it, and uh, they had that Kohai Senpai relationship i thought that was awesome but amuro's reactions to them speaking and him talking back to it uh, the fact that the gundam says uh it was the mobile suits abilities is my abilities and you had nothing to do with it amuro <laughs> yeah it sounds very very much like rama raw oh, at that point i was like they have this they have this relationship there's a adversarial relationship between the two of them well not so much adversarial in amuro's case but uh his own mobile suit resents him so <laughs> Play with me, boy. <laughs> Remember, boy, it's got nothing to do with you. It's all about the mobile suit. All about the mobile suit. <laughs> Just echoing Rumble Roll's uh, uh, viewpoint. But uh, one of the other episodes, uh, the episodes I liked actually had nothing to do with the main the main story arcs. Episode 7, he likes those who have fallen. What main story arcs are those? It's I mean, just a mishmash of just stuff. I mean, there were some ones that yeah. continued some stuff, but I wouldn't exactly think of that stuff as like real, you know, down and dirty stuff. No, I mean, I'm not saying it was complex, but there were two venues in the show. There was uh, Char and Lala and what was going on with them, and then there was the white base crew. But um, the ones I really dug were the ones that were like off the beaten path. Uh, one of those is uh, he likes those who have fallen. The Garmazabi episode. <laughs> Even though it involves... Oh, God. Oh, that shit had me dying. The You Deceived Me, Char, line being, like, flipped all oh, these what, different what, ways. What was the thing where it's like, uh, uh, don't measure me, Char, the, yeah. the, the troops... The are, men are the, watching. The men are watching. It just shows, like, how much of a dick Char is to him. Oh. Like, and this, it, it, it's just making fun of the thing of, like, did this guy actually surprise the Machard, double cross them, like all the dick moves? <laughs> and that still illustration of Garma, it just gets increasingly more yaoi oriented yeah. after every pun of you blanked me Char. the yeah. men are watching <laughs> the, the tears rolling from his eyes <laughs> during that <laughs> or or that he uh when he wants a cool name and he and Char's like the ill fated prince, it's like, Oh, that sounds so cool. Wait, am I gonna die? Yeah. Char's like, uh I don't know what you're talking about. I, I love it when he clocked his pooping time. <laughs> oh I know. Thirteen it's minutes. Like a- <laughs> you 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 time me, Char? No time me, Char. The men are watching. Serious constipation, or he was checking his emails Woo. on his uh, his phone. Healthily regular, man. That's what <laughs> that's what he is, man. He had his Metamucil that morning, <laughs> or his prune juice. Poor, 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 poor Garver. But that that mine that shit for gold. Um, the other episode I freaking love was uh the Casilia episode when she was oh, fourteen years old and her Casiliatan is so cute. Casiliatan is amazing. Like I when it with the funny the thing that really blew my mind was at the middle of the episode where they showed the eye catch and it says Casilia Zabi twenty four. She's like she's twenty four <laughs> as an adult? I thought she was well, older Rob, than that. Well Robert Rawls thirty five so yeah. I mean, Oh yeah you're and, right. And so is and so is South Burning. I stand corrected. Oh my god! But yeah, the, so just just that goes all out the wayside there, dude. The conversations about uh, her father Degwin washing her uh, undergarments and hanging them out the dry, and farting, <laughs> and farting in front of company, and saying, and being, "Oh, being known as the guy with the bad gas." The <laughs> and in the fact that she gives her father 
a lot of clemency because I guess he's he's a single dad. Uh, he you know <laughs> I, he's 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 a widower, so he he tries to be she tries to be understanding of his bad behavior. But you know he he is his depiction in that short had me dying i just it's simple toilet, bathroom humor much like with the uh the garmazabi one but i i i love that one so much i must have watched that one the most because it's just so stupid but <laughs> those those are some of the episodes i really enjoyed neo any particular episodes that stuck out for you oh what about sexy sailor oh shit there you go sexy sailor doctor man uh, the doctor is in <laughs> Yeah, the doctor. her uh, her power fantasies of abusing Kai. Woo! Her power fantasies of abusing Kai. What makes it even funnier is the whole thing. It starts off with bright. So all I thought of is that that awkward thing in the elevator mm-hmm. in in mobile suit where he's like trying to hit on her and she's like, um, <laughs> "Are you trying to hit on me?" And he's like, oh, "No, no, no." And the, <laughs> and the everything everything is a confidence. Thanks, Mister Bright. <laughs> Yeah, her power. Yeah, her power fantasies of just getting this sure enjoyment, basically having an orgasm as she's thinking about how how, how great it is just to punch the crap out of Kai. And what makes it even funnier is each time that Kai gets punched, even though it's even though it's a flashback, he's getting a, a bigger and bigger smile on his face yeah. <laughs> and, and getting hit from a different angle. And getting hit from a different angle. Yeah, it's just oh my gosh. The um, I also like uh, the the censoring of. Of bright and how he's trying, he has you yeah. know, the the voice change, and then whenever they show the flashback of him slapping Amaro back and forth, that uh, their eyes are censored out. <laughs> like the flashback is protecting their identity as yeah. well. This one scene where that strip is barely doing his job, and is when Amaro's yeah. eyes are wide open. You can see even you can even see his uh, his irises. It's like wow, this is, whoever's doing this, they're doing a bad job. <laughs> But it was hilarious, man. Yeah, the the Haro the Haro Man one was pretty good. The only thing I have with some of the Char ones mm-hmm. is they make him look like an idiot. <laughs> He's an imbecile. I mean, well, he is in in, uh, in this series. You know, oh my god, he's that, such an um, idiot. Painting anything red will make it red. go faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that. Or was... that uh, Lala's uh, Bindi can shoot beams. Yeah, <laughs> that one was pretty funny. It was mad racist. <laughs> yeah. Not exactly, not exactly the PC police are on this one. No, yeah. sir. No, sir. A very misogynistic. <laughs> also, uh, I don't know why, but they have this uh, running theme of Amuro just being the filthiest, most disgusting Ooh. pervert. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. The only one that he wasn't in was the uh, the uh, Mobile Suits Feelings episode where he was just, like, just being a being ditzy weirdo <laughs> exactly so he's, just being, he's just being weird but still yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah when he's when he's doing the thing about like oh when he has the new type flash that uh prowl's bra isn't fitting right or it's unsnapped or something <laughs> <laughs> your bra buckle is going undone or something yeah. like that <laughs> or his creeper plan to get some boob snuggles with sailor space yeah. that oh fails miserably God. it's like how would that even work when she's wearing the normal suit <laughs> I don't understand that. (laughs) It's not even like she's wearing like a Muvlove normal suit where it's like razor thin that you can, you know, feel everything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, they did make him just such a perv. Oh, my God. He is just so ridiculously a perv. But... Yeah, that that that's that's the downside to me is to make Char just an imbecile, mm-hmm. and there wasn't enough 
Haro Man. Like I, Ooh, I yes. really, I really just wanted like a separate spinoff of like maybe four or five episodes of these of just like a day in the life of Haro Man. Like just like in the morning he wakes up and he's having his coffee forced, and forced to be happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you know, he's like he's taking a break again. He's talking to his son. <laughs> the hardest working man on white base, man. I just love it every time they call him. He's like, "I'm working now." <laughs> Do it after work. It's like, it's like, is his son on the base? What is going? I don't even know. But you, I just wanted more of Haro, man, because it's, you're just sitting there and you're like, okay, it's a pair of muscular arms coming out of the the ears of Haro. <laughs> the fact that he, what else is in there? <laughs> and, then, and then he, and then he's got just that grizzled voice, yeah. and then they show him going around doing. Genki, armor, Genki, <laughs> and then he just goes back, and he's all grizzled and beaten down. And the fact, the fact that he says that because he's so flexible, this is the only job he's qualified for. <laughs> and then they show, they show that that eye catch of him like flexing his arms or like doing this yep. like this 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 weird pose with his arms. It's like this is amazing. <laughs> it's so stupid. It just works though. Um, but yeah, his depiction is amazing. It's, it's fantastic. Now I, I want to. Turn the tables on this a little bit mm-hmm. and get your guys' opinion on something. Sure. So, as we know, next year there's uh, the impending release of the Origin OVA slash movie slash whatever. Mm-hmm. And one of the things they have yet to do is announce the voice cast. Yep. And this is something that has a lot of people worried because there definitely have been times in the past where veteran voice actors of long-running shows have been replaced, as oh, yeah. we saw all of the furor over some of the recastings in the Zeta movies or in Saint Seiya Hades when they replaced all of the original voice actors, including Toto Furuya, halfway through uh, the Hades series. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people have been speculating that with this new cast playing the characters in uh, these Gundam-san shorts, that it's sort of like a soft testing to see how people would react to all of these classic characters being voiced by different people. Because even though some of these people are still around, like Ikeda and Furuya, you know, we've already lost some of the big ones, like uh, Bright and Sela, and obviously people are going to retire or die off. I mean, oh, hell, yeah. even uh, the guy who plays Rambo Rawl, he's sick and had to be recast on Build Fighters Try. Mm-hmm. So we've reached that point where people have to kind of be replaced and they can't hold on to these roles forever. No, no, so no. do you guys think that uh, Gundam San is a soft test for a recasting for Origin and Future Productions? And if so, what do you think about that? Sobro. It could very well be, although that I don't expect Gun of the Origin to run very long, but it's going to run over, you know, several years because the OVA, the nature of how OVAs are released, it takes a while for them to come out. So they may need a new cast in order to, just in case anything goes wrong with any of the uh, veteran voice actors, they may want to kind of rely on a new cast. And it wouldn't surprise me to hear that the, the voice actors in, um, in Gundam San are going to stand in for the voices of, uh, are going to be the voices in Gundam the Origin. But my question is, the voice of Bright in this is not the voice of Bright from the Unicorn uh, um, OVA series. And I would figure oh, it's that it's actually, it's, uh, it's Trey's. It's Trey's, right? Yeah. And uh, Andrew Walt 
Waltfeld. Andrew Waltfeld. So I was wondering if if that was the case, if they did plan this in advance, they shouldn't have gotten um the the new voice of Bright, the voice Bright in the series, in order to have some you know consistency with this voice. I know, granted, everybody else in Gundam San is different voices and 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 whatnot, but they had some of the older voice actors come back to do other roles in the series, but. Um, if this is a passing of the torch, I figured they would have the new Bright in this. Who knows? Maybe they didn't want to tip off their hand mm-hmm. too early by having the uh, the unicorn Bright do this. Maybe yeah. they just um, didn't care and just wanted something different. <laughs> For example, ever since the last year, Disney has been running these Mickey Mouse shorts on the Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. And the actor playing Mickey is not the otherwise official voice of mickey they have an official voice mm-hmm. of mickey to replace the last actor who died a few years ago yeah and that guy does mickey in everything but not that specific series they ah. wanted someone else so yeah. it could just be you know the whim of the director wanting to use somebody different or like i said they could just be doing it to disguise their intentions and not play their hand too early or yeah maybe, or maybe this guy maybe his schedule conflicted yeah maybe he wasn't available that's true that that could very well been the case i mean that happens i don't really have much of a problem with the voice cast in the show Uh, everybody sounds pretty close to uh i wouldn't say uh, close but they they sound right for the characters except for maybe char's voice sounds uh sounds uh you know what though uh well he's being played ridiculous yeah he's being played ridiculous so i can't really and you know what it's the same voice actor for char as it is hyoko and when he does Hiyoko's voice, he sounds like Ikeda. Like when you hear Hiyoko's thoughts, he, he when he makes his voice a deep bass or when he's speaking, when Hiyoko's speaking to uh, Artipio, in that one episode, that's a funny scene, by the way. Um, when he's speaking to uh, Artipio, he's dropping the bass in his voice to sound just like Ikeda. So, you well, know it's, what? It's Kamina from the best eight episode series ever. Oh! So he, can, he can do serious. <laughs> there you go, yeah, he, he can. can. Yeah, he can do that then. So, We've yeah, seen he... him do uh, Ozma Lee in Frontier, and that doesn't sound that far different from, no. I from didn't, Char. So. I didn't I didn't even realize totally do it. I didn't even realize they were the same voice actor until I looked at the cast list here on Anime News Network. So now that I'm looking at them, it's the same guy for both Charson and uh, Hiyoko. It's like, yeah, I changed my statement. He does sound like Char, um, and if that's the case. I'm cool with it. You know, if this is opening up Gundam to a new generation, the only thing I would probably like to see is maybe uh, one of the classic voices from Gundam come back to do the narration. Um, like the, like Which they had here with Furia, uh, yeah. Furia doing the, the narration. Hell, for- Furuya did the narration in Unicorn, didn't he? Oh no, in Double O. I take that. Take Double that. O. Yeah, he did the narration. And according to the uh, the credits here, mm-hmm. uh, proverb explanations. I don't know which episode that is. Mm-hmm. Were done by Keiko Han, who played <laughs> the original Lala. So That's right. And, and there her, you go. And her daughter plays uh, Lala in this, so it'd be like passing yes. the torch, which is was pretty nice. So. Neil, what do you think about uh, this whole voice acting situation? Um, I'll be honest with you. I just would. It, it's so hard to say. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it probably is. But there's so many things that go go into this stuff. It could be scheduling. It could just maybe this is just a test bed of some people that they wanted to see if they got the goods and they may not even be the people they're looking for. So or, you know, I do understand, though, that they are going to have to go on and eventually, you know, as much as it pains me to say, Kata will be have to be replaced. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I'm sure there's probably a little bit of test marketing in there, especially with something so short, um, you know, uh, to do. And, hell, you never know. I mean, they could be they could be going after these people just because they're cheaper, too. <laughs> that, too, because uh, <laughs> yeah. these veteran voice actors cost... A lot more, which is probably behind the uh, the whole Saint Seiya fiasco Ooh. a couple of years back. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. when most of those people were still alive and active. Yeah. But got yeah. replaced anyway. So I, I think it's definitely a possible test run. You know, it may be completely different actors for the origin. And if I'm Sunrise, you know, I probably want to recast. I need to do a recast, and Origin's probably going to take you know maybe a good three or four years to come out. Mm-hmm. Better to recast from the start than yeah. to have someone in the middle, two or three episodes in, you know, die. Oh yeah, or fall seriously ill. And let's not forget that this this isn't just for Origin. These people who become the official voices are needed for everything, whether yeah. it's yeah. Uh, video games. Gundam games, Super Robot Wars, anything else that pops up, arcade games, um, commercials. So whoever gets chosen as the official voice is going to be taking on this job for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just has to happen at some point because these people are not going to be around forever. So I'm thinking that Origin will probably be that watershed moment when we have the second generation of actors coming in to play these roles yeah yeah which has happened in other shows too like you know long-running shows like doraemon none of those people are still around or sazai-san you know there's some cases i think they're up to like the third voice actor because that show's been running in the since the 60s and a lot of the people are dead oh my gosh you know that we've already gone through what like two or three different lupons yeah yeah i a lot of voice actors smoke too. At least the, the old the old guard did. So that's one yeah, of the reasons why they're still not around. Houses. Yeah. So it happened to uh, to Bright. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, pretty much did. And, and you never know though too. I mean, for all we know, the origin could be a whole new batch of people. Yeah. They yeah. could just you know who knows. It's gonna ruffle some feathers, but Brace at the end of the day. Hey, brace yourself for the for the for the blowback on that. Um, I don't I don't see it as a problem. Uh, I I will miss hearing the old voices, but we do we can always run it back to the older series. It's even leading up as far as uh as Unicorn, where you know they brought back as many uh many voice actors to replay uh or to re to reprise the roles of the characters that appeared from older Gundam series. So, um, for the origin. It, it's it's something that I guess we might see, and uh, I'm not going to flip out if it happens. And just to bring it back around to the main topic, closing question, uh, more Gundam Sun? I would love it. Uh, there's some characters they show that haven't even been introduced. Uh, we barely saw a Hayato. We saw him in like one episode, and that's when Amaro left with the uh, with the mobile suit. And then uh, they show this character that looks like a red turd with the Char mask. I want to know who that is. <laughs> They show them in the credits and all that stuff. Maybe that episode's too gross for television or for what they have uh, intending. But uh, I'd like to see more of it. Um, I do have a question, and it's about the Xeon female that they show every once in a while. Yeah, the episode they showed with the uh, Amaro looking under the Dom skirt, and he's imagining the pilot inside. Is that supposed to be like some kind of visual representation of a uh, of a uh, Cusco Al, or uh, like like maybe like just like character inspired on her? Or I, I forget what she looks like. I think so it's just some random girl. So, so, so some Z, so some Xeon. I, yeah, I, too <laughs> I know. I was just I was just wondering it's, if that was her. It's, it's, it's like it's an Easter so, egg or something. No, it's it's Armro a perv, and mm-hmm. he's a perv in the whole show, and oh, yeah. that's what he was expecting every girl to be like in the Doms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're <laughs> looking way too much into hey, this. I, I, I thought I'd ask, but yeah, that's, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, I, I would like to see um, like Hick Black Tri Stars. Yeah. yeah, you know, it may be in high school. Makuve too, man. Makuve, Makuve, <laughs> like I said, collecting uh, cups as a kid. Hell yes. I would also like to see um, young Giran. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be t- uh, maybe him like uh, tormenting Casiliatan. Uh. I think. Mean, 
<laughs> well, you, you got to put Dozel in there too, then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dozel but, needs to be there. Even Sasro, just, yeah, just to complete the whole family, and uh, that that could be some fun stuff. Definitely more Haro Man. Yeah, like I said, I, I just need, I need a day in the life of Haro Man from the day he wakes up <laughs> to the end of the day where he just finally calls it quits for a hard day's worth of work mm-hmm. and go and go tucks in tucks in his son. <laughs> and also the continuation of the uh, the saga between uh, Artepio and Hiyoko. Yes. Yeah. I got I got to see the re- the reuniting of the uh, the drama continue with that. <laughs> so silly. Freaking awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, I I I hope the series does come back for another round. I don't know how long the uh, the manga's ran, but I'm sure there's more material they haven't adapted yet. And I'm sure there's a lot more they could make up. Yeah. Yeah. There's so. tons they could do. <coughs> We're going to wrap things up. Gundam-san, it's uh, sort of a modern incarnation of SD Gundam, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, definitely yeah. the, the gag focus that we saw from the original ones from the 80s. So check it out. It's short. You'll be through all of them in about half an hour because they're only two minutes each minus the, uh, the closing song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that doesn't change. <laughs> yeah, that is the same every single episode. There, there's, there's, there's one little one little quote at the end that, that rotates, but after you see the first couple, that's it. That's, you won't see after you see the first yeah. time, you don't need to see it again. <laughs> that ending is just... Uh, I'm okay with it. <laughs> if there is a downside, mm-hmm. it's the ending. Awesome. And Char's wow. an idiot. And that'll be it for this segment, so we're going to take a quick break and be right back. You're listening to Gundam at MAHQ. <laughs> Gundam these glasses, son. Yes, sir. I Gundam thee. Are you a fan of Gundam, Robotech, or Transformers? Well, you should check out Gundam at MEHQ. A wonderful source to learn about the Autobots. Yes, and once I learn about them, I will be the leader of the Decepticons. What was that, Starscream? Nothing, Lord Megatron. Nothing at all. We're looking for a few good new types. Over the last couple of months, the Gundam Nation has been getting together to play Mobile Suit Gundam Extreme Versus. We call those sessions EX Versus the Gundam Nation. Well, we as a group recently upgraded to the sequel to Extreme Versus, known as Full Boost. We're inviting you to come on out and play the new game with us. Even if you don't have the game, you can watch our live stream and also join in the conversation that we hold on Skype during the stream as well. It's not only a gaming session, but a social event for mecha and anime fans as well. If you have the game, you can add the PSN ID, The Gundam Nation, which is the tag that we use to network all the players for the sessions. Also, make sure to add to your Skype the contact of Shinjuku-Station. So you can have a chance to join the Skype conversation during the stream. If you want to watch the stream live, make sure to head on over to twitch.tv slash fighters ready and follow us there so you can be alerted to when our streams begin. If you missed any of our sessions, head over to youtube.com slash and you'll find a lot of our sessions that we've already had archived there. Just be in mind that the conversations held in these sessions may not be safe for work. For more details on the event, make sure you visit Gundam.net and click on the EX versus the Gundam Nation section. If you enjoy the game, the podcast, or Gundam in general, 
then you owe it to yourself to come on out to EX versus the Gundam Nation. We'll see you there. We have a problem. We need to set up a perimeter. Who is this? Isn't this the coach of the baseball team? No, you have the wrong number. This is Shirley Douglas's residence. Really? Yes, I should know. She's my mother. Your mother? You still live with your mother? How old are you? I'm hanging up now. Kiefer, who was that? Goddamn it, Mom! I told you to knock before you come in! Welcome back, guys. It's uh, episode 154 of Gundam at MAHQ. In this episode, we had uh, a, a little discussion about a short anime series, Mobile Suit Gundam San. You can check it out, you know, out there in the World Wide Web, <laughs> as they used to say. Um, but it was a fun series. Hope you guys, uh, uh, if you're a fan of the, um, of the Universal Century or of the original Mobile Suit Gundam series, you might get a kick out of it. So check that out when you do have time. And uh, before we close out this episode of Gundam at MAHQ, you know it's time. You know it's time to stop by the post office for the mailbag. And here comes our postmaster, Chris. Take it away, sir. All right, and I'm gonna dip into the non-mailbag first because this uh, seems like a mailbagist question, so I think it should be addressed there. All right. And uh, I will say first, as, as a preface to this, uh, Neo. Mm-hmm. Yes. Don't don't flip out. Oh. Let okay. me finish reading. The, the comment and then make my comment and then you can say what you want. Here we go. Okay. Ooh. So just, just putting that out there first. Oh, sure. This is Sounds from great. the general feedback thread and this is a recent post from Powerman293. Oh. He says, new member of the forums here. I was listening to episode 153 and during the right stuff and Gundam distribution discussion, I felt like you guys were being too narrow-minded. Mm-hmm. It seems you guys only blame the fans for Gundam failing over here when in reality it is both Bandai and the fans' faults. Mm-hmm. I know you guys like to crush hopes and dreams of a sometimes irrational fan base, but to just blame the fan base for everything and not thinking Bandai has done anything wrong when clearly they have, pricing being too expensive for their DVDs and Blu-rays disappoints me, mm-hmm. especially so since normally you guys consider things from multiple perspectives. So next time you guys bring up this topic, I hope you consider other perspectives a bit more. Keep on rocking. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for the comment, but first, um, I have to say I take issue with um, the whole premise of it because you obviously are a somewhat longtime listener if you're aware of uh, us crushing hopes and dreams and whatnot and saying that we <laughs> consider other perspectives. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, then you probably should have heard episodes which many, 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 many times we have discussed the failings of Bandai. Oh yeah, absolutely. We have never ignored that. We have discussed that to death on this show over the last seven years. So to say that uh, we are not blaming them and not giving them the fault they deserve is completely inaccurate. So please don't put words in our mouths or accuse us of having done something that we didn't. We also, even though we address it from the fan perspective... We never said that Bandai was not at fault. So, again, I I think that your assessment is completely inaccurate in that regard. That all being said, yes, Bandai screwed up, but that was then and this is now. Mm -hmm. Whatever they end up doing now is largely dependent upon the fan response and that response being actually buying stuff, not, you know, tweeting hashtags and uh, saying, oh, it would be so nice if something came out. So, yes, they screwed up in the past, but 
fans need to represent now if they want to show that they love something that they claim they care about so dearly. Now, if Bandai screws up stuff again Mm -hmm. and they put out shoddy products or other things like that, I'm not going to say, oh, buy it anyway because you guys show your support. I'm not going to buy inferior products, but I think it's more important to point to the fact that people need to buy stuff. Yeah, that's uh, something that you have the power to control. I think what we're going in is on the angle of supporting right stuff with taking on this task of bringing out the Gundam series, and um, we were trying to you know let people know that the, we 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 need people to represent, as Chris said, and pick up these DVDs when they come out because you know this is probably the last chance we've got. So I want to make sure that we bring up our end of the bargain. Yeah, Bandai screwed up so many times. Hell, they screwed up recently with no G record being released, you know, in the states, um, being you know being available for us to watch. You know, that's that to me is 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 really stupid. But you know, you well, know, they're listen, negotiating the rights with somebody. Exactly, but I think they waited too long to get that all straightened out. I, it should have happened beforehand. But regardless, well, things don't happen. Yeah. Contracts get worked out. So that's yeah, true. We, that's, can, we can say yeah, that yeah. that's dumb. Yeah, because but you know, you don't fans know what always the like to is. say. Everything is dumb, but you know, yeah. businesses work at the pace that they do, they do, and that's not always visible to us. Yeah, and people are very quick to say, Oh, well, that's dumb, and that makes no sense. Yeah, when they don't understand how things work, the I intricacies mean, of it I'm all. I'm not saying and that I, to be a defender of Bandai. no, 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 not at all. You're, you're, you're being very realistic about it, and you know, I'm, I'm coming from an irrational fan base <laughs> point of view, <laughs> and, and 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 I just, I just, I, I just wish they had got that straightened out before this happened, but, but things happened, yeah, so but they. they so I mean there's nothing you can control about it and I think the whole thing of what we talked about last time is control in the aspect of like we've stated so many times that nauseam yes Bandai screwed up and like Chris said if Bandai does put out an inferior product we're not going to say just support it just because of that you got to have an issue with it but the thing is is control the things that you can control yeah everybody for your wallet yeah yeah, everybody for years oh Gundam would only be popular if it's if it's available out here well guess what you have the ability now to get it and if you want to support it then you go ahead and support it yeah. if you don't want to support it that's fine but don't two years from now sit there and go oh it failed because of blah blah yeah. if there is a if there is a reason because of that uh you know with bandai then that's fine but the issue it's like what chris said you know everybody thinks now that because i support something with a hashtag or a like on facebook that that somehow is a good thing that's it's meaningless that means nothing i mean in the end these things are businesses, and the only way that you're going to get more of this stuff is if people, if they, if they buy it. And this whole thing about, oh, well, Bandai should have had all this stuff figured out. With the, they may have should have, but once again, we don't know what the situation is. And as a person that's dealt with negotiations and things like that, they don't always go the way that we want them to right. because there's always multiple parties. There's not oh, just one side and the other side. This, mm-hmm. this thing is not just Bandai and whoever. There could be multiple, multiple things. So, you know, you have to go to you have to go to school for a lot of years to understand contract law and stuff like that. So I think people just need to be you control in the end, you control what you can control. And I think that the commenters thing, he's being a little narrow minded in the fact that if he is such a if he knows from the hopers and dreamers thing, like Chris said, you know that we have always 
put the, um, you know, we've always put stuff on Bandai as needed. But you know what? We're also going to put it on the fans when they're needed, too. Yeah, well, I mean, and, it's working out well for uh, Gundam The Origin. People are going out and buying those. We put, we, 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 we told people to, you know, to to vote with uh, your wallet in no. that case and it's not it's not completely us but i'm just saying easy, it's the same it's the same it's the same easy, standpoint uh, it's okay, i know but easy with the credit taking too i'm not I mean, i'm just, not taking credit i'm just saying we did the just, same if you let right. me finish we did the same thing in regards to gun of the origin okay, great, uh, when we, right. so I, I guess i can't and, finish what i'm saying uh, go ahead well you interrupted me so well, you I interrupted mean, me first so you know i didn't even get to finish what i, I said, was but go ahead uh, i was me. speaking the whole time and sure. then you jumped in so anyway whatever okay <laughs> Boys, no, it's Boys. no, it's Sobro, Sobro, go ahead. Okay, uh, we did the same thing with Gundam: The Origin, and, and when we we put a PSA out there telling people, it's like, look, this is this is a great product. Um, definitely picked it up. You know, it'll let people know that you know we could get more stuff like this. In the same case with the DVDs coming out here, we did we we filled that same role. We said the same thing in regards to that that if you vote with your wallet, uh, we can get more stuff like this. I'm not saying that Gundam is the only thing out there doing that. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm just saying that we did the same exact thing in regards to Gundam the origin so i you know we took the same viewpoint um I, it, it I, starts I with that. you the book stops with every fan and and, and, and i think that this i think that that poster needs to do that mm-hmm. he needs to look at that and you know it's great to come back and you know to sit there and say that we're doing this and are we hard on fans sometimes yeah we are because you know what we hear a lot of stuff and you, and when you have all of this thing of just you know this passive aggressive support it, it gets tiresome because it's like just just put up or shut up and that's all that we're saying and, and that's it i have two final points one mm-hmm. um you know bandai and sunrise these are gigantic foreign based vague inscrutable companies mm-hmm. and despite what people may think they they're not going to listen to me <laughs> I, I have no yeah. power over yeah. them. I do not have a direct line to Mr. Mr. Bandai or Mr. Sunrise mm-hmm. to, to tell them how things are in America. Not even, not even Mark Simmons has that. Mm-hmm. No. So I can't affect what they do, but I can have some influence on the people who read MHQ and who listen to Gundam. Mm-hmm. And I pointed the comments the way that I did in that direction last episode because I'm keenly aware of how Western anime fans are, which is that they are just some of the whiniest, (laughs) most fickle complainers who will use any excuse to not support something. And this isn't just Gundam fans. This is all anime fans of every stripe. How many times have I seen over the years, how many times have you all seen over the years, people whining on some form like, oh, it doesn't have the original opening? I'm not going to buy it. (laughs) Oh, it doesn't have the episode previous at the end? I'm not going to buy it. Mm -hmm. Oh, they don't have the same extras from the Japanese release? I'm not going to buy it. It does not dual language on it. I'm not going to buy it. It doesn't have a dub? mm -hmm. I'm not going to buy it. Mm -hmm. And, And you bring up a good point because when you have people talk on these forums i see more reasons why not people are going to buy something than why they why they are mm-hmm. you, you you don't and and I, and I think it just comes down to that whole thing is the squeaky wheel always gets the grease mm-hmm. because you don't get a lot of people saying hey i bought this because i liked it or blah 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 or whatever it is it's always like i'm not going to buy this because it doesn't have the original opening 
Yeah. Like that, and like again, that matters. I'm not saying that attitude of, oh, we're, that some people have, oh, just be grateful we're getting anything at all. You should just buy something. I'm not going to say that. I'm no. not going to say support an inferior product. Yeah. But yeah. please don't be so inattentive that anything that's not 1,000% of what you want is inferior because that's just dumb. So that's the, that's the whole point. And yeah. yes, Bandai deserves plenty of blame, but I can't do anything about that. God, and I, I think they encourage people to buy a good product and not have the usual excuses that they always do. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to look very far to find them. Just go to any anime forum and you'll yeah. find somebody complaining about some release because it's not exactly what they personally want. Exactly. All right, so we're going to move on to the regular mailbag. And we are going to start with Die Gundam Lagan. It says, oh, hi, guys. As you know, in Galactic Heroes, people kept saying, if only Kirkyaks were alive when some horrible stuff happens after season one. Mm-hmm. It was practically the uh, FML of that show. <laughs> what two moments from other anime would you feel could fit that certain line, despite Kirkyaks not being in those shows? Any real-life examples you would like to share where you would say, if only Kirkyaks were alive? Well, didn't they, didn't they do this a lot in Gurren Lagann? <laughs> Wasn't 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 that like almost a thing? Like if Kamiya was still around, what would Kamiya do? So you're saying if they if if only Kirky Ice was there to save Kamiya's life? No, it's it's saying if only Kirky Ice were or only if Kamiya was alive. Yeah, I'm right. just, just saying. Yeah. But they, I thought that was kind of the thing that they. I mean, I know they use Simon used them as like inspiration and stuff, but mm-hmm. it seemed like he. Far was around the show just as much being talked about just as much as he was when he was alive and you know but I think that may be one I don't know it, others saying, if only Roy Folker was alive <laughs> maybe maybe if maybe only Uzumi was alive so he could burn again oh. <laughs> yeah if only if only Kakazaki was alive he could finish the steak yeah. <laughs> Uh, a car wouldn't have to throw it away. Oh my gosh! Who took it, Max? <laughs> <laughs> he delivered it to his parents. Mister and Mrs. Kakazaki. This is what's left of your son. He took it to go. <laughs> he was a he was a happy porterhouse. No, he we 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 don't have a body, but uh, this is all. This is the last thing that he cared about. You can bury this though. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like your son. If only only God Daigoji was alive, man. Him and uh, Akito could still be watching anime together, watching yeah, more episodes did, of. Mm-hmm. They did that in that show too. Yeah, they did, man. But they didn't finish the show. They were still they were going through Gal Gagar at the no, time. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. They did the same thing with that oh, character. Oh, that. that's right. That's right. They brought it. They brought. They brought the dude. They did that, and they not only did that, but they brought a dude back that looked like. Him. <laughs> Yeah, but they, they always <laughs> talked about that too. Mm-hmm. They like, did talk a lot about Guy. If only, if only Guy was still there. If only Guy was here, you mm-hmm. know. Yes. What nice. would Guy do? <laughs> Question number two. Mm-hmm. Would you rather team up with the Vegans to eradicate the Earth cult or join the Earth cult to eradicate the Vegans? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to go with Vegans because the Earth cult is a totally yeah. different level of crazy far beyond the Vegans. Insane. Yeah, yeah. The, the vegans at least had some kind of good reason to to do what they did in order to to kind of regain their place and everything. The Earth cult, they're just religious nuts. <laughs> I can't, yeah, I can't roll with those guys. Yeah. The, Number yeah. three mm-hmm. for each of you. So you 
Roy, Dennis, Fellini, and Yang Wenli have plans for drinking one night. Mm-hmm. The night already comes, but you realize last minute that you need a designated driver. Who would you choose to be the designated driver? <laughs> call Uber or call a cab. <laughs> None of those guys are going to be DDs. Um, uh, I'm going to use uh, Space Uber. Space yeah. Uber? You know what, though? But if Roy can fly, if he can fight when he's drunk, he, I'm just, and he can fly a, 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 a Valkyrie when he's drunk. He probably can handle wanna, a vehicle. I don't want to, you know, trust him on that. <laughs> I mean, I but don't it, trust the words of a drunk man. So, actually, you know, my real answer is mm-hmm. if Young is hanging around and being irresponsible mm-hmm. as usual, that means Julian. that uh, Julian is probably there. You go. Him. There you go. So he would yeah. be the designated driver. There you go. Yeah, that, that's definitely it. R- riddle it's- solved. <laughs> Because the one the one person unanimously we would not select would be Dennis. Dennis, there's no way yeah. Dennis. Is, I mean, if you even pose that question to him, he'd probably slap you and or Fel- just puke puke on your <laughs> puke on your shoes or something. And Felina's is a lightweight. <laughs> and he closes out with a zero the masked knight type question. Oh, you have plans to drink with the same as above. But some messed up Hunger Games situation forces you to have to kill one of them in order to drink with the others. Ooh. If you choose no one, then you will die. Oh. Who would you choose? Damn. Oh, out of those guys? Yeah. Damn. Fellini. Fellini. No, man, for real? Damn. I, I think I would go he's with... A li- he's a lightweight. And, mm-hmm. I mean, Roy and Dennis and Yang Wenli are going to be much more entertaining to be around. I mean, yeah, Fellini will... He, he might try to get some chicks for you, but once he gets drunk, he's a mess. So he's not even be good at that. Dennis, it'll be funny. Just to, you could just mess with him and be like, "What's he gonna do next?" Like, "Hey, Dennis, go, uh, go, go eat that bot, go eat that turd in the thing. We'll, we'll mm-hmm. give you a, give you a shot of whiskey." Uh, what do you know about culture? He'd go and do it. You know, <laughs> he's like the Steve-O of drunks. Wow, I, I think I would go with Dennis because the way he drinks, he he he's not too much uh, longer uh, for this. You know, for this life, man. He's he's pretty much drinking himself to an early make grave. Kill, so you make kill yourself, make your decision for him. <laughs> exactly. Roy, I would like to hang out with him. Fellini is fun. He's 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 ridiculous, but he's he's all right. And uh, Yang, Yang is just the epitome of cool, man. I got. <laughs> I'm gonna have to uh, go with Dennis because if I got to kill someone, mm-hmm. Dennis is gonna be so out of it. He's probably not gonna notice me running. <laughs> That is true. And actually, no one would care. No one would miss him. So like, probably finally, be- you got rid of that depressing guy. He won't shut the hell up about culture. Yo, just give him a stiff drink of witch hazel. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's yeah. That might be a good one. He's got too. so much poison in his body. He'll probably he'll probably pass that easy. <laughs> I, I just see I just see Dennis as that drunk fool that you just be able to at the end of the night when you get really bored and you just make them do stupid things for drinks. That that's your guy right there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. <laughs> so next up we have um, series of really long questions from Gunnam Four Twenty. So I'm gonna skip them in their entirety and I'm gonna say Gunnam Four Twenty as I've said to people plenty of times please keep your questions brief and to the point we don't want a bunch of tldr that takes tons of time to read but also to answer so i'm going to tell you uh out of these five questions pick the one or two that you think are the most important to you that you want answers to and repost them in the thread again and when we get to that point i'll answer them then but for now i'm going to skip them Mm-hmm. And next we have Yokozuna Bulldozer who says, "What's up, hello?" <laughs> wow, that's a that's a blast from the past. Mm. And that's the "What's up, guys?" Yeah, "What's up, guys?" Yeah. from Budweiser. And number one, in what kind of situation would you guys think? What would MD Geist do? 
<laughs> I, I, I would think uh what would md guys to, mm-hmm. when it's time to murder everybody when it when it when it's time to, to fix the gridlock in uh in the government what would md guys do <laughs> how about when it's time to fix the gridlock on the highway <laughs> <laughs> clear roads <laughs> filled with wreckage though goodness <laughs> and question number two is a multi-part three-way which is the best lightning round? Mm-hmm. Okay. A. Gundam, Macross, Votomes. Macross. Neil. Mm, Gundam. Gundam. Oh, wow. B. I guess I'm the Albatross. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Fortress Maximus. Mm-hmm. God Ginrai, Star Saber. Ooh. God Ginrai. I'm going with Fortress Maximus. I'm going to go with Fortress Maximus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> C. DK Dookie, Gunhail. <laughs> Sai, Crybaby, Argyle, mm-hmm. Saji, I survived an automaton attack crossroad. Oh, man. Uh, you'd be surprised by my pick, man. Now, here's what I want to know. Mm-hmm. It's best, but is it best at being the worst in this case? <laughs> I think that might be his That might be his thing, maybe. I'm going to go with the best of the worst, which is Sai, uh, Crybaby, Argyle, because he had this common sense to avoid uh destiny so props to him man he should get paid for that oh <laughs> hey, he, he cashed out before the end of seed indeed yeah he, he did he broke the hell out man <laughs> dk i gave a pass because he eventually got his bowels under control sure <laughs> so uh best of being worst i'm gonna give it to sai because even saji manned up and and joined the wwe with uh his you know chair smashing tactics mm-hmm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'd, I'd have to make it the trifecta. I, I think Sai, too. There you go. D, Obari, Okawara, or Ebikawa? Ooh, I'll go with Obari, man. I love his designs, and it's just so bombastic and ridiculous, man. I'm going to go with Obari as fuck. Hell yes. <laughs> Neil? Uh, I kind of want to say Okawara. Mm. Yeah, I'll just say Okawara, even though everything looks like the F-91. E, Fukuda? Lord Bay or Ano? Oh, Bay. Ooh, I, I, if only, only we knew. Uh, I'm gonna go with Ano. I'm gonna go with Cyber Formula Era Fukuda. Oh, oh you, you don't get to pick not, and choose. That's not no. No, no you need to get. It's, it's, it's his entirety. If, that's if right. Sir Bay has got to deal with Pearl mm-hmm. Harbor. Mm-hmm. Fukuda's got to deal with Destiny and Cross Ange. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Screw it. I'll go with Bay then. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Sir Bay wins again. Man. F. Black Getter, Dark Hound, or Black Serena? Ooh. Um, I'm going to go with the Dark Hound. Okay. Neil? Black Getter. I'm going to go with uh, Black Serena. Oh, shit. Look at that. Divisions. Number nine. Newman on board the Devil Gundam. Newman on board the Neo Zeon. ELS Newman. Ooh. Wow. That's, that's just wrong on all levels, man. Is this <laughs> Newman from Seinfeld? Yes. Yes, yes. it is. <laughs> Newman. <laughs> Well, I was thinking about Fats. Oh, that's Fats Goodman. Fats Goodman. That wasn't Fats Goodman. Long-time descendant of John Goodman. (laughs) Newman is essentially Fats Goodman, so. Yeah. I'm going to go with the worst of the bunch. Uh, The the worst possible Newman scenario is ELS Newman. Els Newman would be catastrophic. I'm going to go with Newman on the Devil Gundam because I imagine he controls it the same way, like naked and silver <laughs> sticking out and that just is not an image i want in my head oh, oh i just lost yeah. my lunch 
Yeah, I would say Newman aboard the double Gundam too. And lastly, Xeon Titans or F ninety one Crossbone Vanguard. Ooh, man! So Principality of Xeon or Principality uh, of Xeon? Mm-hmm. Not Republic is so that's not Republic, not Neo, not Axis, mm-hmm. not Mars. The classic man. Just Titans. classic 0079 Xeon. I gotta say, yeah, you know what? I gotta say Xeon. <laughs> my yeah. God, they about blew up the freaking world. <laughs> See Xeon. I mean, Mike, they are the best at what they, oh. <laughs> and the worst at what they do. <laughs> best at genocide. The Titans are just, <laughs> the Titans are just idiots. The crossbone Vanguard, oh. Man, I'm gonna have to go with them Titans, man. The tailor was out of sight, man. The uniforms were the best, man. Even though they did suck at what they did, man. They, they dressed to, uh, to, to, dressed to depress. Up. That's right. Dressed to oppress. <laughs> Dressed to Dressed oppress, to man. Oppress, yeah. If I had to pick to be in any one of these groups, I'd pick the Titans and just ask for a far off post. <laughs> so I'm about to run into UAUG, man. No sir. What if you're stuck in a far off post mm-hmm. and the guy sitting next to you at your at your cubicle, at your space cubicle? Don't say it. Oh man, I thought you were gonna say Cap- uh, not Capricorn, uh, um, Jamaican. I'd, I'd shoot myself if it was Jamaican. Uh, I could I could do with Moncha. <laughs> sure about that there's worse people in the titans believe you me i i just i just have the i, I just always have the the smile comes to my face when they talk about how in the you know at the end of zeta most of the the titans were you know wiped out so i'm like you know moncha had to be within there you know Ooh. because he, he'd be so gung-ho when he heard oh the a the AUG's attacking so he'd be you know i'm gonna i'm gonna do this i'll do this for nina purpleton and then uh <laughs> it's just it's, just know that I just know that that's going to be good that he dies. That's there. the worst person to die for, too. <laughs> God, hopefully, maybe she was there too. They need her to support craft. A twofer, good shit. <laughs> and next up is Strike Zero. There's a question for Sobro. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on the Arcana Heart fighting game series? Are they any good, and would you recommend them? I'd recommend them. Um, they're anime fighters, so. Um, you have to have like a high level of uh, uh, technical ability, but I always thought they were good um, for the most part. I haven't played part three, but I'm interested in it, and um, I, I think people should check that out. I, I've enjoyed what I have played. All right. Next up is Zero the Mass Knight. Mm-hmm. First, he has a question for Neo. Gundam reviewed 00 long before the Human Resistance League was formally established. Where do you stand on the innovates slash innovators, especially on Tieria, who fused his consciousness with Veda and is pretty much the benevolent version of Skynet? Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that is a scary thing, but weren't they genetically enhanced people? Mm-hmm. Well, they were test tube cloned people. Yeah, so they're a little bit different, but I may have to rewatch this to see. If there is any robo propaganda in this, <laughs> but Thierry is a bro. Thierry is a bro, but he could be like um, he could be like a skin job. He could be a skin job, a man. Skin job. That's that's not a bad theory. Well, I mean, given it well, technically you- is when you know since the we saw that yeah. uh, ribbons got assassinated by um, what's his name. Tyrius double, mm-hmm. and then yeah. had a new body popped up and ready to go. So, would, would you compromise and work with skin jobs in order to avoid an alien invasion? Well, I mean, the Admiral had to do it. <laughs> well, well no, uh, the, the, he the, didn't have to do it because of yeah. aliens, but, he, but uh, other other forces, I should say. Yeah, the Admiral got tired after a while, and the and the robots were getting tired of getting their asses whipped by the Admiral in a ship that was older than time. So, 
Oh my god, he was just beaten down. It's like, F it. <laughs> sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's better to know the devil you know, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe. I, I don't know. I'd have, to, I'd have to be in this. I'd have to sit with the triumvirate to see what we need to do. Mm-hmm. Question number two, Solbro. Mm-hmm. MGS4 introduced robotic enemies. Mm-hmm. How would you compare fighting and sneaking against relatively powerful gecko robots compared to human enemies? Does it make you change your combat tactics? I haven't played MGS4, but I've seen the gecko robots in action. I'd imagine that they're more challenging than the human enemies in the rest of the series. What about you? Wow. Um, those, uh, I would say it would probably be... Um tougher to fight against the robots because they have advantages that humans don't like strength and whatnot um i played the beginning part of metal gear metal gear um solid four so yeah i mean human enemies i mean snake's been dealing with them his entire career so <laughs> so he knows how to deal with humans but those robots that's a whole different ball game i mean granted he's taken on the metal gear for christ knows uh how many years but they've just improved upon them more and more so it becomes more difficult for him as he gets older the older you are it's harder to take on robot enemies so yeah i'd have to go um like the admiral yeah like the admiral man you're, you're tired you, after a while you just you just give up uh, tired of kicking ass the geckos are freaky looking so that's also intimidating so you know snake has got you know ice water in his veins so he'll be all right but you know so me playing snake yeah that's that's a problem <laughs> And this question is open to all of us, so any comment, Neil? Um, no, I'm good. Uh, you know what uh, I the feel The geckos about are definitely more annoying to fight. Oh, yeah. Those are the hopping robots, right? With the two legs? With the yeah. two legs and oh, make the, those yeah. weird screams. Those and, worst. Yeah. It's like they, they, they give you the nightmare fuel. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're just the same. Mm-hmm. And the last question is for me. It says, in 2004, the Mecha and Anime Review sections for UC Gundam and MHQ were arranged in chronological order. They were then changed to appear in production order, which they have been to this day. May I ask why? I've always been curious about that. No, you may not ask why. Oh, we'll do. <laughs> Next up. No. Um, it, it just got really, just really annoying in the anime section to have to keep rearranging everything and push stuff down when new stuff is added. It's a lot easier to just add it from the bottom. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. And the last question of the night comes from MCT Dread, who says, Greeting, podcast meisters. Throughout the years, we have seen multiple obscure mobile suits make brief cameos throughout different Gundam shows. Perfect example being Unicorn Episode 4, a.k.a. the obscure MS Porn Power Hour. (laughs) Question is, are there any MS or even Gundams from manga, games, novels, etc. that you would like to see animated that haven't yet? Thanks for taking my question and continue the good work. Solbro. Uh, unless I've missed it in Build Fighters, the RX-78-3 is the first thing that comes to mind for me. I've always wanted to see that ever since reading the novel. The gray, the gray one? Yeah, the, the gray one. Just the plain old Gundam painted gray? I'd like to see it done up like uh, Gundam The Origin, though, um, with, with, with advancements on the suit. But I've wanted to see it in action, just just curiosity. And that and the, um, the Shar- and Shars Gundam. Um, from the uh, from the uh, Girion's um, Girion's greed or Girion's ambition games, um, it was cool to see it in the game, and I'd like to see it uh, in a series as well. So let me get this straight: out mm-hmm. of all of the possible things you could answer, from uh-huh. the chillions of Gundam manga and games and novels and everything, yeah. you just want to see the RX-78 in different color schemes. It's, it's the first thing that comes to mind. <laughs> I mean, a, a lot of the mangas is, and... Yeah, uh, hold on, hold on. Nothing else you could pull a lot of than different color <laughs> RX-78. That's what you're saying. The, the, a lot of the mangas I've read, they've... Um, 
Oh, God, I'm trying to think of something because I don't... Uh, I've read a lot of manga, but I, uh, most of the stuff I've read, I've seen it in animation in series before. So I'm, I'm, I'm really stressed to, to, to try to think of an uh, actual mobile suit that I haven't seen animated uh, in light of Build Fighters or in light of uh, Gundam Unicorn. So come back to me. Maybe I can think of something. All right, Neil. Huh. Um, that's a good one. Let me see. See, even, uh, even Neil's having trouble. <laughs> No, uh-huh. um, stuff that, so that's not, um, let me see. Oh, crossbone, of course. Oh, Jesus. Uh, why would I want crossbone? <laughs> you, I sort of already got that in Build Fighters. Yeah. You do kind of have that in Build Fighters. Uh, what about the F90? Mm-hmm. That's a I nice one. That is a nice one. It's different one. enough. And it has, it, has, it, has it ever shown up? Because I do like that not, one. Not yet, unless it has some cameo in okay. Try. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with the F90. Because I like the F90 better than the F91. Yes. I F90 would, is, is great, particularly the GFF of it. I, I wouldn't mind seeing the perfect Xeon, now that we are discussing that. There you go. That's yeah. something. I wouldn't mind seeing that. Although we kind of did. We kind of did in, um, with the, the Neo Xeon, anyway, in, in Unicorn. But yeah, the, seeing the perfect Xeon animated kind of in a scenario where armor would have to go up against it would be kind of cool to see if uh if we ever would ever get that i would like to see uh le Sign, which is uh asuka's, As- uh, asuka's uh, asuna's <laughs> suit from later on in nicole oh nice okay it's very nice looking so i'm sure there's uh plenty of suits in uh, advances zeta and nicole do oh, so what about the what about the what about the journalistic astray the the oh, journalism yeah. astray yeah i mean <laughs> Oh, the uh, the Astray outframe. Mm. Yeah, the Astray outframe. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> For the name of journalism. Coming, coming equipped. With, coming equipped with those those real vicious cameras. <laughs> and, and a bathtub. Nice. And that'll wrap it up. For the questions, so please drop them in the thread. And again, please keep them brief and to the point. If you have a zillion questions, try to pick the most important. You can always ask more later on, but don't hit us with a flood of of TLDR stuff because it just takes up too much of our time and yours. Absolutely. So I will kick it back to you, Solbro. Well, thank you, sir. Uh, before we close this episode out, I'd like to give a, 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 a huge set of props to one of our longtime listeners uh, and one of our regular participants of EX versus the Gundam Nation, Yazi88. You can follow him on Twitter at the, the underscore Yazinator. That's Y-A-Z-I-N-A-T-O-R. He recently went to Yumicon over in um, in uh, in the D, or Detroit, as, uh, as they say, um, and represented uh, Gundam at MHQ by wearing one of our T-shirts and uh, met a couple listeners from this, uh, that listened to the podcast and told others about the show so props to yazi man many thanks for doing that and um if you are interested in a t-shirt uh right now there is a holiday sale on the uh gundam and mhq t-shirts um going throughout the holidays if you've listened to this past the holidays of 2014 well you're you're a little late but uh <laughs> it's, well it's not only, it's not only a holiday sale but it's also to celebrate the fact that there's two uh gundam shows actually uh, oh, running concurrently too there you that, go. that's that's the other that was the other premise of it too but a bet a, what a better way for your your parents mm-hmm. what if you don't know what to get them sometimes it's hard to buy for your mom and dad and then <laughs> an msu teacher i mean <laughs> girlfriends what, girlfriends what better way to tell someone you love them than by giving them a shirt from a podcast they've never listened to <laughs> yeah <laughs> what is a gun damn <laughs> Hipster friends. Just, I mean, just tell them it's a it's a podcast for gun enthusiasts. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, they're easy to easy to get hipsters to wear with. I mean, you mm-hmm. just package it with a six pack of Paps Blue Ribbon. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, oh yeah, okay, nice, or, or or a scarf or a matching scarf. They'll probably like that. But yeah, 
girlfriends. Girlfriends love Gundam and MHQ. Mm-hmm. This is known. Uh, teachers, policemen. They're garbage men. You know what? You're always wondering, what should I get my garbage men? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but What does one get your, their garbage man other than garbage? No, people, people tip them. Neighborhood I grew up in, yeah, people would tip the garbage men and the mailman. <laughs> Don't know why, but they're providing a service they're paid for. But Okay. Well, if, if anything, uh, definitely reach out to uh, Neo at GundamMAHQStore at gmail.com. Um, yes, they're at the low, low price of $14. Yes, mm-hmm. $14 US dollars plus shipping and handling. So when you put everything together, it's still going to be under that magical $20. So get them now. Get them for your mom, sisters, boyfriends, whatever, girlfriends, the Pope, whatever. The Pope? Pope probably. Yeah, he Dogs. Probably <laughs> Dogs, cats. We want to see pictures. <laughs> yes. Oh. We, we, we would like to see your cat in a Gundam and MHQ t-shirt. Exactly. When you reach out to Neil, use the code Gundam Sale with yes. your order, and uh, he'll he'll hit you back, let you know what sizes are in uh, in deck. If you want to know what size sizes are available, and, and don't say anything, and don't say anything derogatory about Sir Bay because you'll there you go. That I'll I'll, incre- I'll double the price at you, that point. You're about to be blown up. <laughs> And Ev, that would please Sir Bay because he likes blowing stuff up. But uh, $14 plus shipping and handling right now. The normal price is $18 plus shipping mm. and handling. So definitely hit Neo up if you're interested in the T-shirt. If you love the podcast and you want to support it, that's one of the best things you could do. Give us the gift of picking up a Gundam at MHQ T-shirt. And, that's uh, 35% off, Soul Bro. Oh, oh, my God. Holy God. <laughs> what savings? <laughs> Crazy bargains! Oh my God! Listen. Sale, sale! <laughs> Listen to Michelle. <laughs> but many thanks to those who have picked up T-shirts, and uh, also uh, thanks in advance for those who do pick up uh, shirts, especially on sale. Uh, you're definitely supporting us when you do. When you have time, check out these websites. Head on over to where the magic happens: mahq.net. Visit there for reviews of many mecha-related animes and manga series. Also join the conversation at MAHQ's official forums at mechatalk.net, where you can find forums for this show and other MAHQ and Shinjuku Station podcasts. There you can comment on the thread for this episode or others and submit questions for future podcasts. If you're looking for previous episodes of Gundam at MAHQ, look no further than Gundam.net, where you can also find information on all of our previous episodes. Also find us on iTunes by using the keyword Gundam, and make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. After listening to our show, your next stop should be Chaos Theater, MAHQ's podcast that focuses on other facets of nerddom outside of Mecca. Hosted by the webmaster of MAHQ, Gundam's own Chris Guanche, and the pedal bear of the South, Tomopop's own Pedro Cortez. You can tune into the show at chaostheater.blogspot.com and on iTunes by searching for Chaos Theater. Don't forget that we're also on YouTube, where you can not only find our previous episodes, but extra content as well. Subscribe to these channels when you have time. YouTube.com slash Gundam MAHQ. YouTube.com slash Chaos Theater MAHQ. YouTube.com slash Fighters Ready. YouTube.com slash Shin Station Fight Tube. And YouTube.com slash Shinjuku Station. Last but not least, make a beeline to Shinjuku Station's home for live streaming. That's tinyurl.com slash Shin Station. Every week we stream live with anime commentaries like Shoji Ramaro's Anime Movie Night and live podcasts like our new show, Barbecue Night. Don't sleep. 
head on over to tinyurl.com slash shinstation and follow us to keep up with all our future live streams as well as archives of our most recent sessions. And that is it for Gundam and MAHQ episode 154. We'll see you guys next time. Hello, I am Baymax, your personal healthcare companion. Uh, hey, uh, ba- Baymax, I didn't know you were still active. I heard a sound of distress. What seems to be the trouble? Oh, I just stubbed my toe a little. I'm fine. On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate your pain? A zero? I'm okay, really. Thanks. You, you can shrink now. Does it hurt when I touch it? No, 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 it's okay. No, no touching. You have fallen. You think? Ow. On a scale of one. Ow. On a scale. Ah. On a scale. No. On a scale of one to ten. <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, how would you rate your pain? <clears throat> Zero. It is all right to cry. No, 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 crying no, no. Crying is a natural no. response to pain. I'm not crying. I will scan you for injuries. Don't scan me. Scan complete. Unbelievable. You have sustained no injuries. However, your hormone and neurotransmitter levels indicate that you are experiencing mood swings, common in adolescence. Diagnosis? Puberty. Whoa, what? Gundam at MAHQ is a Shinjuku station and MAHQ.net joint. Set it yourself, bitch. We're the guardians of the galaxy.